Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. Who's in charge of the thermostat in your house? Oh my goodness. The sneakiest one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because we actually had that. We're not used to having to turn on the heat in Florida. Well, this, you know, past week definitely warranted that. So I wake up and the home is just unseasonably warm. So my teenage daughter decided to just put it to whatever level she decided. So I I could hear my father talking, threatening to put that plastic box over the thermostat so no one can check it. Exactly. But now I have apps on my phone that can control the thermostat. So for me, you know, it's not always about saving the energy money. It's about being comfortable, but it is, you know, you want to consider both. Jackie, what about you? (laughs) Well, I think it's whoever walks past the uh, controls last. Um, You know, now it's different. I mean, we have a historic home, so it's different when it's cooler out. So, you know, I love free air conditioning. I mean, being a native Floridian, you you really appreciate the, the little bit of cooler temperatures and not having to run the air conditioner all the time. But we also have this this term, this phrase in our house, and it's called thermal heating. And, you know, I got locked out of the house when I was younger, so I have this fear of closing the door when I uh, walk outside. So that's kind of a <laughs> continuous discussion with me and Scott. But, you know, and our, even our kids will come you know, home, even that they're older, they're like, thermal heating, thermal heating. But, um, you know, now that we have our granddaughter there, baby Drew, it's different. So, you know, Scott, he you know turns the, the thermostat, you know, makes it a little bit cooler in the house. And then I'm like, come right behind him and, you know, turn it the opposite way to make sure that she's comfortable when she comes in and doesn't have to wear mittens and, uh, you know, a hat and everything uh, first thing in the morning. So it's just, you know, it's really about having a balance. And is there ever a temperature that you both agree nope. on? Nope. No, yeah. never, no, never. Yeah. And Monica, it sounds like in the Campbell household, it's baby Drew that runs the thermostat. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. She rules everything. I, I, sorry, I caught myself having a dad moment where we had the heat on and my daughter left the back door open and I did the whole like, I'm not paying the heat the whole neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Turning it. And the reason I asked you a question about the thermostat, there was a new poll that revealed that 60% of adults secretly change the temperature without their spouse knowing it. Or Monica, in your case, uh, your daughter. More than half also said that being comfortable is more important than saving money. Are you the one that wants to be comfortable? Are you the one that wants to save money? There was a Business Insider article that talks about the common tips that financial planners always tell their clients to ignore. What are some of these common tips or these situations that you kind of tell your clients, don't mm-hmm. focus so much on that? Uh, well, in this phase of my life, I want to save now to be comfortable later, but that's just because of where I'm at now. But I would say the top thing that I'm seeing, especially with inflation concerns, is keeping too much cash on hand. It's like a security blanket. And although you want to have that emergency fund, at the same time, you don't want to have so much sitting there being what Jackie was saying before, dead money. That is where it's not working for you and you're automatically losing purchasing power. That's true. You know, you hear that for all of our lives, right? Cash is king. But definitely when you've got inflation of 7%, you definitely have to counterbalance that. For every $100,000, you've lost $7,000 in buying power. So mm-hmm. definitely some you know more conservative ways to counterbalance uh, that. Another thing is being so rigid. I mean, that's, you know, Scott's very rigid, you know, very military, you know, in the box, dress, white dress, you know, that whole thing. And, you know, I like flexibility. I don't Mm -hmm. like to be boxed into the corner. So I think, you know, having that balance, any type of investment, whether you're investing, you know, in your health, whether you're investing for your retirement, 
Discipline is key. And I think that just having something that you're going to be consistent with and be able to sustain it because it's much easier said than done. You know, oh, don't worry about, you know, the market. Don't worry about the volatility. Don't worry about that. It's just time, time. It's not about timing the market. It's about your time in the market. But it's often easier to say that and give someone that advice mm-hmm. than it is to actually do it. So, you know, if you're one of those that are worrying, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I know I'm, I should be disciplined and stick in there, uh, hang in there. You know, take a deep breath and just don't make your investment decisions or use the investment strategy guided by fear. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, and I've been getting a lot of questions, especially for couples where they disagree on when to start taking Social Security. Some, it's all emotionally driven. They want to take it as soon as they can. And others recognize that might not be the smartest move for them if they are. One of them is still working and losing that average 8% growth the longer they keep it in. So I would I encourage them, let's run the math. Let's run the numbers. Let's see what actually makes sense. We are not emotionally attached to the decision. We just want to give you the best information possible so that you can make the best decision for you. That's the great thing, Monica, about working with fiduciary. It's, you know, we're not emotionally attached to it. So mm-hmm. we can give you that mathematical, non-emotional perspective to things. But at the end of the day, you're going to make those emotional decisions. I right. remember going to the Social Security Administration office with my parents because they were both retiring at the same time. And, you know, they have longevity in their their lives and their, their families. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that they really thought about it and made really good decisions for them. And of course, after, you know, about 30, 45 minutes uh, talking with someone, my dad looks at my mom and said, Linda, I don't care what you do, but I'm taking my money. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, it just ends up being a, a personal decision, sometimes an emotional decision. And it really is about you and your custom scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not all, we don't have the same dollars in our savings accounts. We don't have the same overhead and bills and we don't have the same mindset. Uh, you can just look, if you're married, you understand that, you know, they're going to have different temperatures that they want, hot or cold. And, you know, the same thing with money. When we do the risk analysis, that risk allies, uh, we see, you know, one's going to be at one end of the spectrum and one's going to be at the other. So it's just about having those conversations, having them often and having them early. So depending on where mm-hmm. you are in your phase of life, if you're just starting out, you know, you've got a long time to go. You've got really, you know, time is your friend for sure. If you're just starting to settle down and you have children, you have family, you have a mortgage that you're worried about, you're going to have different concerns and different things that you're going to be talking about for planning. And then when you start entering midlife around 50, uh, that's well, maybe 40s, <laughs> you know, you start thinking <laughs> a little differently. And, you every hundred dollars, every thousand dollars that you're able to save and add to that nest egg, it really has the power to compound still before retirement. And when you're in the red zone, you're near retirement, the game completely changes. I mean, I've been hearing things these past few weeks about, oh my gosh, you know, please don't judge me. I should have listened to you last year when the market was doing so great. And I I should have made some changes and and dial some risk back. You know, now I can't retire like I had planned in May. I'm going to have to push it back to September, October. So it's just about, you know, having those conversations and, and having a plan and having a little bit of flexibility built right. into it. So if you find that you're in, in one of these different phases of life, or maybe you're already enjoying retirement and have been enjoying retirement for years, give us a call. We'd love the opportunity to talk with you, maybe give you a complimentary comparison of how your plan is set up currently. And if you don't have a plan, let's create one. There couldn't have been a better time than right now in 2022. 727 334 
0024-7277270024-727-334-0024. And one thing, Jackie, you know, about being rigidly sticking to a plan, if, if you're listening and you're not sure you have all of these bases covered after what we've been telling you, it's okay to get that second opinion. We'd love the chance to sit with you, review a plan, decide what you can keep doing, what you may need to change, or what you should stop doing altogether. We will share with you all these years of hard-won wisdom that we've learned. Yeah. Monica, you in your 22nd year here, you don't seem, yes. seems like you're, you were just the baby and playing with dolls not very long ago, but I was been changing the temperature <laughs> when nobody's looking in the office. Yeah. So. Well, it's kind of crazy, you know, because as you get a little older, you know, that temperature gauge changes in your own body thermostat because Monica, you remember <laughs> we used to freeze and everybody had their jackets and sweaters on with me in the office. And it's reversed now. Now I'm the one who's always hot <laughs> wanting to lower it here in the yeah. office and they all look at me like I'm crazy. I've turned into Jackie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now you know what I was going through, you know, a few years ago, but, but yeah, it's just about, you know, being able to adapt whatever's going on with your life in the, what you can control, those things that you can control. And the most important thing of your retirement plan, I see it, I'm living it firsthand, is your health. That is the most important thing. That's something that you can control. So the extra stress, the extra worry about things that you can't control, uh, it just comes down to having a plan, having a plan that's going to be successful in good markets and in bad and weather the storm. Just like we talked about with you know owning homes in Florida near the coast, you don't sell your home every time there's a potential for a hurricane or hurricane season. It's about it's still a good home. It's built well. It's sturdy and it's going to be there to sustain those hurricane winds. That's what a financial plan is. It's about having a plan and being prepared. Prior planning pays truly does help you. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. I don't know about you, but when I start a new year, it's a fresh slate and I want to do things better and more efficiently than I ever have to. And I learned an important tip starting this year. It was actually something I read that said, sometimes the key is not to add more to your to-do list, but to evaluate what's on your list and what you need to stop doing. And that could be more important, whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's procrastinating that financial retirement plan that's going to better your future. What can you stop doing so that you can finally make time for the things you need to start doing? Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 